Welcome to the Hire Yourself Podcast. If you're ready to take control of your destiny, build wealth, and live life on your own terms, this is the place for you. Each week, Nat and I will talk about business, franchising, and personal growth to help make you more successful. Good morning, Nat! Good morning, Pete! Man, I'm pumped up today! I I wish I could match your enthusiasm. Whoa! You know what I'm (laughs) pumped up about? is that I get the chance this weekend to test drive the all-new full-size Bronco. Really? Yep. I want to test drive the Bronco. Ah, my buddy, (laughs) he's a Ford dealer. So I said, listen, I want to drive this, right? And and the deal is is that what I want to do is get it home and drive it a little bit. And I want to try to convince my wife that we need another vehicle. We need a two-door Bronco. These, These things are cool. Yeah, I see them. Uh, I see them driving around my town. They look awesome. I grew up in uh, the Ford uh, Ford family. My father was a Ford dealer, and I remember as a teenager having the full size two door Broncos. So this yeah. is going to bring back a, a lot of history for me from the standpoint. I'm just hoping my wife realizes we need one of these. Yeah, it's so, like a flashback to the '80s, right? <laughs> yeah. So speaking of needs, we no, speaking of some, '80s. <laughs> yeah, speaking of the '80s, uh, when I had hair and all that kind of good stuff. So today I'm I am excited about our guests. Uh, we have two great uh, executives from an awesome company, and it is a it's a need. What they do is a need. You, you, it's not a want. It is a need, and it's not sexy what they do, but it's sexy what the business can become. So I'm super excited to introduce Mike Hopkins and Jacqueline Fairfax to our show, and they're with Paul Davis Restoration. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Good to see you. How are you? Oh, it is awesome. Well, I know you guys are are part of a just an amazing organization, Paul Davis. You guys have been around for a long time, but let's break this down first. So, Mike, I know you're the chief operating officer. So how the heck did you get into franchising? And more importantly, how did you get involved with Paul Davis? Great question, Pete. Thanks a bunch. By the way, the new Bronco is awesome. So that'll be fun. Um, for me, it started back when I was in college. So through first service brands, I was involved with a franchising company there, learned how to run a business in college, and then uh, subsequently ran uh, a, a bunch of franchises. My wife and I owned seven franchises, another first service system, and then came to Paul Davis uh, in 2015, at the end of 2015, um, after wanting to be part of Paul Davis, actually since about 2000. And wow. uh, really excited about the opportunity to be part of it. So a great brand, great people, have a ton of fun with it, and uh, appreciate the opportunity to be on with you and Matt today. Oh, excellent. And Jacqueline, how did you get involved in franchising? And more importantly, how did you get connected to Paul Davis? Got uh, connected to Paul Davis. And again, thanks for having us this morning, uh, Pete and Nat. It's always good to see you both. Um, my story is kind of interesting as well. So I was living in Ponte Vedra Beach, Florida. And did not know that at that point that that was indeed where Paul Davis Restoration was headquartered. And a family friend uh, said that they were looking for somebody to work in the northeast part of the United States. And that, frankly, I sort of fit the bill. I said, terrific. What do you do? (laughs) He said, (laughs) I work for a company called Paul Davis. I said, terrific. What do they do? And he told me that they uh, serve uh, the communities 
and it is a wonderful organization and so forth. Got to know them. Ultimately, just a few weeks later was hired and that was in September of 1998. So I had my 24th anniversary with Paul Davis just earlier this season. Holy cow, that is amazing. Congratulations on a really successful career and what a great organization. So let's let's talk a little bit about Paul Davis. Now, there are a lot of restoration companies out there, but you guys are one of the oldest and I believe one of the largest. So, so tell us a little bit about kind of the history of Paul Davis. Paul Davis was started in 1966 by the man, Paul Davis. You know, he got in it uh, as an opportunity to help his family, but also saw a unique need in the insurance space, which the restoration space really didn't exist at that time. So it's a lot of fun. We've got 333 offices across North America, of which 273 of those are in the States, 60, 60 are in Canada. And um, boy, it's just been an amazing journey uh, to be part of it. And, and Jacqueline's been a huge part of that. And uh, gosh, we, um, we're real thankful for the folks that we're involved with. Um, it's, a unique, it's a unique situation um, because uh, we're very, very focused on bringing in people who want to come in and build big organizations. Uh, and you can do that with one unit. You know, our, our territory sizes are quite large. And uh, if you look at, uh, and we can dig in more on what our folks can do in revenue as we go along. Yeah, so so the idea behind Paul Davis, you've been around for a very long time, and you got a rich history of very successful franchisees, and part of that is the culture. But you guys set them up to grow large business because when I when I think of Paul Davis and the people that I've placed in it, they are building very large businesses, and that's kind of unusual uh, from a standpoint. People are looking to build businesses, but you guys actually deliver upon that. So, what kind of services do your franchisees offer? homeowners and business uh, owners that are having a problem. Uh, they need something out of their, their facility, for lack of better terms. Absolutely. We provide full service, typically insurance-based restoration. So we'll handle the emergency services side of the work, which is water damage, smoke, fire, mold remediation, vandalism cleanup, demolition, and so forth, all the way through the full reconstruction on a job. So we will leave the, the affected property, whether it's a residential uh, building, or a commercial building in what we call pre-loss condition. Um, there are also some ancillary services that go along with that, contents cleaning, um, trauma scene cleanup, catastrophe response for hurricanes and storm work and so forth. So there's ample opportunity and many verticals for our franchisees to really develop these large businesses. And so what I hear is multiple different revenue streams. And I also, as the customer, bottom line is, is there, or the person that's been impacted, you do everything turnkey. So that I don't have to have four different people do the different things. You guys handle it all so that I can get back to being a business or back to being in my house. So that seems like it's a great thing for the customers. You know, it's interesting. I, I love that. I love that the way you just said that, Jack. I mean, Pete, the reality is, is that um, we provide extraordinary care while we serve people in their time of need. And um, nobody wants to have to see Paul Davis, but so many people need to see Paul. It's a lot like an emergency room, quite frankly, yeah. for a home or a business, right? Nobody wants to go. Everybody wants really good care when they arrive. Yeah, absolutely. So you guys, very successful. People want to become large, successful franchisees. What are you looking for in franchise partners? So as you look for additional franchisees to, to grow, what characteristics are you looking for in franchisees? 
I'll lead off and Jacqueline can certainly jump in on this as well. Um, I, I would say the first thing that we're looking for is someone who has a winning spirit to serve other people. So folks who, who want to help others and grow other people, uh, people that have a history of achieving great results and values that really are congruent with ours, which you, you look at those values, you can, you can see them over my shoulder, but um, what they are basically is to deliver what you promise, respect the individual, have pride in what you do and practice continuous improvement. And so with that, uh, we're looking for successful business people, men and women who have built successful organizations in the past. They don't have to have industry experience because we teach that. As a matter of fact, most of the people who get involved with Paul Davis and do the best at this learn from our Paul Davis training team, which is the very best in the business. And most people go into it and say, I've always wanted to own a restoration business. Not like you think. No. <laughs> <laughs> although, although in very short order, we show them why they are so happy that they own a restoration business. Um, that's a that's a really critical part of it, right? Is that uh, we do have the culture to help the franchisees say, "Look, I know how to run a business." Often to pile onto what Mike was saying is, these are either serial entrepreneurs who have owned businesses before, or they're typically vice presidential, even C-suite level executives who have been responsible for the growth and driving results in a team. So they know how to apply those business skills and the business acumen to our business model to drive the kind of results that they're seeing. So it's been really successful in that regard as well. Yeah, and you guys can tie a very sexy term to your business, right? It's not sexy what you do, but you have a sexy term. It's called recession resistant. And everybody's looking for a recession resistant. It's fair to say you guys are recession resistant. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> bad things always happen. Good times or bad times. Right. So so you look for people that have had a history and a passion towards building something. Got it. So what attributes would you say are really important for somebody to be a successful business owner? So we'll take it a step back a little bit and say, OK, to be a successful business owner, what traits do you have to have? I can start out with a couple. Maybe we just kind of go back and forth. Business acumen is one. Um, unquestionably, because the number of moving pieces that are going on this very fast moving train, um, business acumen is certainly a big help. That winning spirit to serve others is paramount to us. Uh, we, Our culture is really one of the biggest things that sets us apart. Uh, we do business not just for the business part. We do business for the people we serve. And that obviously shows up in, in the culture that we not just um, develop at the corporate level, but also within our franchisees and then they within their individual businesses and with their teams. People are very proud of the work that they perform when they're at Paul Davis. As a matter of fact, we consider them difference makers. So they'll go out in the field and make a difference in their community. And that willingness and drive to make a difference in the community kind of makes all of their sometimes even global corporate experience feel very real and that they're making, you know, they're making a, a difference, a positive difference in people's lives around them. Okay, so what I heard, number one, is business acumen. You got to have some experience. Number two is that you got to have a passion to make an impact in your community. Did I get that right? What That's else it. would you add to that, Mike? Yeah, thanks for that, Jacqueline. That was great. I, I would just add on uh, a couple simple things. Um, one is people who have a history of leading and building teams. So if you're, if you're the kind of person that knows how to uh, recruit people into a mission and, and vision that you're passionate about, and then secondarily, uh, to, to build a plan and execute on a plan. We'll help you build the plan, but if you don't have a history of building plans and achieving great results, it, it's, it's not a good fit for you. If you are someone who has achieved big results wherever you've worked and wherever you've led, 
it's a it's likely to be a, a better fit. So I would just simply add those couple things. Yeah, sure. People, it's really important about being a good leader, right? So it's one thing to manage people, it's another to lead them. And what I heard you mm -hmm. say, and then also it's this idea that you've got to be able to build a system and then execute upon that system. And there's a lot of people that are good at building a system, but they're not good at executing. So that those are two great things. So let's take a step back a little bit now, even further. So I always like to ask, you know, we all kind of follow thought leaders. Is there anybody you guys kind of follow that's a, a thought leader or, or, or somebody that you kind of say, hey, this is a person that's really got it dialed in and you follow them out there? Yeah, I'll uh, I'll go first on that. You know, there's a ton of them um, for me, and I'll go uh, in order of probably the person who's challenging me the most right now is Simon Sinek. Uh, I don't know if you've read or watched The Infinite Game, but that book was uh, extremely challenging and thought provoking, and really appreciated that. Um, and on a very practical level, Patrick Lencioni is one of my favorites. Um, love love his stuff. Um, Obviously, his style of writing in business fable is easy to read and, and fun for folks to relate to. And then I've got a, a couple others. Kerry uh, Newoff is one who I like to, I like to uh, listen to his podcasts and read some of his stuff, and a guy named Jordan Rayner as well. Huh. Um, Drucker's, Drucker's probably my favorite one from the past, though. Peter Drucker. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Good. How about you, Jacqueline? Okay, well, I guess I should have gone first because Simon Sinek was number one for me. Um, I love <laughs> Leaders Eat Last. Absolutely love it. There was so much in there that was applicable, not just to a business life, but a lot more than that. Um, and actually, I'm, I'm going to kind of get off of the business trail for a second. Um, I have found some very interesting pearls of wisdom that have been easily applied to business through Jay Shetty's work. Um, you know, think like a monk and so forth, which is not something I ever thought I would ever do, candidly. Um, but there, there's, again, those interesting pearls of wisdom that can be applied there. Um, and here's one, a thought, maybe not so much a thought leader as somebody that I didn't necessarily think of uh, as a leader so much. But I found when we were attending the International Franchise Association last year, I walked away with several little pearls, believe it or not, from Shaquille O'Neal. Really? Um, Wow. Not somebody you would have thought me uh, to to bring up at this point, but he was really interesting. He was interesting as um, a business leader. He was interested as a, as a leader in general and even leading his family. He brought up some very interesting anecdotes about how he led his family. And I thought, you know what? That's a pretty well-rounded, holistic looking and, and acting guy. So I um, I took some interesting little nuggets from that as well. Oh, that's awesome. So I always uh, like to ask, and you only get one, each of you only get one, and you, you've mentioned some here. So what is your favorite book, all-time favorite book? We'll start with you, Mike. Only pick one? Only one. You mm. only get one. Well, if I'm only getting one, I'm picking the Bible. All right. Love it. Awesome. Okay. What about you, Jacqueline? Um. I don't know that I have just one, but uh, going back again, I started out my career as a mother. That was where my leadership began, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I built my team and I led my team. They're all adults now and contributing members of society and good people. And one of the, um, again, not going so much to business, but somewhat applicable is the giving tree. If yeah. you know Shel Silverstein, yeah. it was a 
really interesting book that if you just kept some of those philosophies in the back of your mind, it was an interesting way to continue to, to build your life. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, that if I had to pick one, you didn't say business, but if you had to pick one, that might. Yeah, just no, that's I just always looking for great ideas. Right. So uh, and perfect. And, I, and I, I didn't even think about the Bible. And that is the, the book. Right. So uh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I know I, I know I just inserted that. But if I've got to pick one, I pick that. I would throw one business book in there, Pete. I know you said only one. But there is a little known book by Patrick Lencioni that a lot of people haven't read called The Truth About Employee Engagement. That's one I would throw up there with any of them. Okay, I haven't heard that one. So I'll have to go check that out. So thank you. That's always looking at. All right. Best piece of advice anybody's ever given you. We'll start with you, Mike. Be friendly with people and firm on results. Um, it, it can go together and it should go together. Big, long talks around how important that is. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I will have to take that one away. Perfect. How about you, Jacqueline? Best piece of advice somebody's ever given you? Seek balance in all you do. Um, seek balance. Um, because if you are balanced in other things, you can sort of kind of give and take and you can drive results by being balanced in other things because it gives you the focus to be able to drive those results, which is something that has been a business focus for the last couple of decades. Wow. That's great. That's a great piece uh, of advice. Perfect. Well, guys, you know what? You got to be really proud of where Paul Davis is. A history, a rich history of success and more importantly, making an impact in people's lives. And then what I learned today is that you guys are an organization that are you're helping people become very successful business people. But more importantly, is you're making an impact in the community by these business owners out there helping businesses and homeowners get back on their feet after something's happened. And it's a turnkey process. So you make it easy for them. So Congratulations on all your success, and and I, I can't wait to uh, follow you guys as you go forward. Thanks for listening to the Hire Yourself podcast. For more resources, check out our website at hireyourself.com. And remember to subscribe to this podcast to receive each episode. Please leave us a rating, and we'd love to hear your feedback or suggestions for topics.